Welcome to How to Grow Your Influence Online with me, Gordon Glenister, your host. Now, I'm an author, filmmaker, and influencer marketing expert, and I will be bringing you some amazing guests from the Arabian region that have grown their influence online. From well-known influencers, entrepreneurs, to journalists and well-known brands, all have a unique perspective on how they have grown their influence online. Our shows are made in partnership with our friends at One Digital Entertainment, Arabian's leading entertainment and content creation platform, and it's published every two weeks on a Wednesday. Grow your influence online with Gordon Glenister. Before I introduce you to my special guest today, don't forget to subscribe to this channel just to make sure that you don't miss a future episode. And if you liked it too, please do give us a review. Uh, in today's episode, we're talking with Matt Keston, who works for the huge content creation platform Naz Daily. Nasai Hussain is a vlogger with over 65 million followers. In fact, uh, Matt and I met at the One Billion Follower Summit in Dubai uh, in December 22, and he was emceeing the event. Uh, so welcome to the show, Matt. Thank you, Gordon. It's a pleasure to be here. It's good to see you again. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about uh, the One Billion Follower Summit. What was it like? What was it like for an experience? Because we were like really 3,000 people, weren't there, in the audience. What was that like to be coming onto stage with all those people? Uh, yeah, it was an amazing experience for me. I've presented many, many times, but not to that many people. Um, so <laughs> it was nerve-wracking. I don't know how it's going to go. Um, the biggest biggest event um i think I've, I've been at other than going to some sort of concert so to be up on stage there was uh was really fun and uh also to i hosted with a local emirati lady called noof and um i i hadn't spent so much time in dubai up until that moment so and i'd never met someone who was emirati before so to actually i got to know her like a couple of weeks beforehand um, just so we made sure we had a good vibe and it was amazing to find out about the culture and actually um, deep dive into how people live in the UAE. Yeah, no, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit more about uh, Naz Daily. You know, for for uh, for some people, and I I mean, I must admit, as a, as a UK-based uh, individual, I'd never even heard of Naz Daily. It is a monster, isn't it? It is a monster. To be honest, I'd never heard of him either before I got the job there. <laughs> I didn't even apply for the job. Um, but he is extremely well known in, well, first of all, in the UAE, but Asia, Africa, and not as much Europe, and certainly not the UK. And when I tell my friends that I work at Nas Daily, um, most people ask me who that is. <laughs> so, he, he has got. He has got 65 million followers, so he's not doing too bad. It's, that's incredible, isn't it? So yeah. so from your understanding, how has he done that? Tell us about what, how has he, um, just just to, um, Naz, who is Naz? You know, just explain more yeah. about who Naz there is. Who is Naz? Yes, of course. Well, Naz, his real name is Nasaya Yassin, okay? And he decided um, to do something called Naz Daily. He's Arabic. And Naz in Arabic means people. And he, so People Daily is what he called himself. His plan was to go every day and film a one minute video and put it on Facebook 
And he was going to meet cool people around the world and go to cool places around the world and just post about it. Um, that was his plan. And he was originally going to do it for 100 days. And then once he'd done 100 days, he decided to do 1,000 days. Oh, my goodness. And he kept to it. No, no one was watching him for a while. No one at all was watching him. Yeah, a few hundred people were watching him. His videos weren't great, um, but he got better and better at doing them. Um, but if you do want to have a laugh, you can type in Naz Daily video one or video two and watch those first ones. They weren't, they weren't fantastic. Um, but on day 272 in year one, he went viral. He did a video about Thailand and how amazing Thailand is. And the tourist board in Thailand actually shared that video. Wow. And he was still moving country to country very often. And then other tourist boards in countries cottoned on to the fact that he was pretty good at this, started sharing his stuff. And he grew from there very, very quickly. And has now he, he finishes 1,000 days on many millions of followers. And um, after that, set up um, a couple of companies, uh, which I work for. Uh, I, work, I work for one of them. So, yeah, that's, that's the story of him. Wow. And those companies are, what What are those companies? Well, first of all, he has the video company. Yes. Um, and he so continues, production media company, yeah. Yeah, production media. And he continues to make the videos. He doesn't do one every day, but he still puts out at least one a week um, about an amazing person or an amazing place. And also people, companies come to him now and say, will you make a video about this? Mm. And we, our team looks at the, the proposal and if it fits in with our criteria, and it's something really cool, then we'll do a video, um, obviously for a fee. Um, that's how, that's one of the companies. And the other company is what I work for is, is NAS Academy. And basically, Nasaya, after the 1000 day journey was like, I want to teach people how to be content creators like I've become. Absolutely. And so NAS Academy is basically a university is in effect online. And we do courses and programs to teach people to become the best content creators they can based on everything he learned on his journey. Yeah. And what and, and for you uh, following him, what are the, some of the little nuggets that you've picked up that you really like? I mean, one of the things that just b before you answer that, one of the things that sort of jumps out at me is is um, being persistent and consistent. In other words, you know, it's very tiring constantly doing videos and content creation. There are days when you think, oh, I just don't want to do this. But I think the fact that he has, he remained um, like constantly doing that video before anybody had really seen it or shouted about it. And so he got the success uh, after being persistent. But also yeah. the consistency is doing daily content or, or doing something that people know that they're going to show up. You know, it amazes me how I hear sometimes people say, well, I, I put a tweet up and nothing moved. You know, I stick a video up as though as though people are just going to rush to to your um, uh, to your channel. But of course, that's an important point. But from your perspective, what is it that you have noticed that has really resonated with people? Well, on to that, to that point you said, like, people don't rush to see a tweet or to see a video automatically. Like, Messiah always says, people don't care. People don't care. You need to, you need to do something that they'll care about. Yeah. Uh, one of his, his taglines is speak to people like you're speaking to a 10-year-old because um, he, he's got world, 
you've got world fame and there are plenty of countries he can't walk down the street without people coming up to him constantly um, because the world doesn't speak, the world don't all speak superb English. And, but Naz has, has done his videos in a way where everything's very simple. That's one of his main taglines on how to make a video. It needs to be simple. Mm. It needs to be relatable and it needs to be organized. And the simple is key because he takes a very complicated subject and he makes it interesting. Um, and so that is something that he's excellent at and that we teach at the academy as well. And yeah, like the language needs to be simple too. He does translate all the videos into many, many different languages, which has well, also that's, helped. That's, that's another big thing, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. Um, you know, if you if you think about the uh, the amount of content creators in America alone, it's huge. Um, there are so many people doing it. I'm guessing there are less of them in the Arab world. So because there's less of them, those that are do shine out and and are symbols for them get a lot of that audience and people exactly. relate to it exactly um and i think that the thing about about nas daily videos is 99 percent of them are a positive message mm. or and he is his tagline is bringing people together is it that's that is our company's tagline to bring people together and so it's all about positive energy um a positive message, a positive story, an inspirational story, an inspirational place. Um, that's what that's what he ultimately wants to do in the site. He wants to bring people together from all over the world and create something positive. Um, he hates it when we're in a room or in a we're in a company meeting or we're in an event and people from one country stay with the people that are from their country and other people stay from their country or cultures don't mix like he's yeah. all about bringing people together and mixing because he believes that's how you solve all the problems of the world bringing people from different cultures together and so that's what comes through on the videos and that's I why i love working that. at the company i love that because it's such an input when you consider you know the world's not in a totally stable place at the moment and uh, you know people are suffering in in all parts of the world and having uh, content that's as uplifting and and inspirational um whilst educational and entertaining is some of my key metrics for creating amazing videos really um so the fact that you he's already doing that i think speaks speaks values um how do you um you know you're you're teaching people through the academy um you know, not everybody is a, is a Naz, you know, and they see, well, actually, I want to get 65 million. And during those early stages, uh, how do you try and help people create the right content that is relevant to their audience? So we, our main program right now is something called the Creator Accelerator Program. It's a five-month course where people learn first scripting, then editing, then publishing, and then how to make money out of their content. And we, we're not trying to get everyone to 65 million followers. That's not the idea. No. The idea is to find your niche of course and it what is. you're good at, what you love, and then how can you make money out of that? Um, there's so many different ways to make money out of content now. It doesn't also always have to be about brand deals or anything like that. People and businesses are trying to build websites and their own content, and they're not experts at it. So um, I'll give you an example. There was a 
there's a girl on our course right now who posted this week that she went to get a she went to an acupuncture session and she was telling the per, her acupuncturist that she was on the course and that she'd just learned all these skills and the acupuncturist was like well actually i want someone to de- help develop the videos to advertise me on my website like will you show me your stuff and she ended up hiring her to do it for her yeah so it, it's that sort of thing that we're trying to teach through our programs give people the tools to help their own content, but also to help other people and, and get work. And, and it's a really good point because I think one of the things that I, I talk about in um, when I work with individuals is you can hire uh, influencers uh, to, to, as takeover, to take over your account because they've yeah. already been successful. Um, yes, you can pay them with a brand deal, but actually you could pay them a bit more and they could go and do it for you. And yeah. I know plen- plenty of people an age not too dissimilar to myself um, that would think, oh, dear, I just can't be done with this. Uh, I'll go pay you um, as long as they can understand the value of it. Because I still think there's a massive educational need when it comes to content creation about a certain demographic. You know, I mean, younger people have become digital natives, so they've been used to growing up with that. But, you know, uh, I have a strong view about men over 50, for example, not only because I am one, but actually because we're not necessarily featured and catered much online. And yet we've got one of the biggest wallet share available than almost any other category. And most nations around the world are are growing. The age population is growing. Um, and therefore, um, having people that can help individuals slightly older is a very positive thing to do. But that said, of course, there are some amazing older creatives out there. I've got a friend of mine who actually, uh, Jane Mallion, she runs the English Cream Tea Company. Got this wonderful English, uh, but one of uh, English um, accent, uh, quintessential English, should I say. And she, some of her videos have gone viral with millions of views. Uh, it's funny, isn't it? So the age yeah. is not a, a limiter, but there's just more people that are younger that uh, where this where content creation seems to be much easier. Yeah, because you grow, they've grown up with it. Like, some of the like you may remember from the One Billion Followers Summit. You may remember Jordan Matter. I do um, absolutely. I remember him. I mean, he and his son. His son, of course, has gone on to do bigger and better things. But right. absolutely, I had a chat with him uh, uh, post-event, actually. Incredible guy. Great guy. The, the oldest man on YouTube with over 10 million followers. Uh, I think he's in his late, I think he's in his late 60s now. I don't think he's, 60s? no, late 50s. No, late 50s, late 50s. <laughs> Maybe I'm doing him a disservice. Let's hope he never watches this. <laughs> late 50s, okay, late 50s. But, um... Yeah, Jordan, of course, only started literally a few years ago. Started like six, five, six years ago. Um, and no one was watching his content at the beginning either. He's a photographer. I know. And he started um, filming and putting stuff online. And then he got his kids involved in his videos. And, I mean, he went viral. And he, his, when he comes to talk at conferences and he's just spoken, he spoke at One Billion and he's spoken at the last two uh, NAS summits, um, which is where Naz doing a very similar job to the One Billion Followers Summit, bringing people together in a room and listening to the coolest content creators in the world. Um, he's, Jordan came again and he's saying, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can start whenever you want and you can go viral. He's proof of that. Um, but yes, of course, the genera- a generation above find it harder and would rather maybe rather pay someone 
correct uh, yeah. to do yeah. to do that job yeah 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 the other thing i think is important is knowing the numbers i think good content creators really understand the analytics uh, because they know what type of content works well and what doesn't and that can be sometimes right. about the length of the video that can be uh, obviously the the primary content that can be the call to actions um i mean you see some videos now don't you where um um where they're trying to encourage maximum watch time by teasing you you're like cliff hanging content so it might be right. that they start at the feet and move upwards <laughs> so you you're wondering who this person is but of course that's all it's all a mechanic designed to keep you and holding you there are other ones at the moment you've probably seen them on obviously the 10 ai tips that you should follow and they do it quite quick on the basis that you'll go back and view it again and that of course is another as another view isn't it yeah well things have changed in the last few years so quickly i mean we had um we had at the last conference we had a guy called julius dean speak oh a, i know him. Am, you know him a magician no he's a magician correct oh, he's incredible right he's a magician he has 72 million followers oh, is he really? and he came on stage at the summit and said you know he was making millions of dollars by making those videos you're talking about when facebook were paying out million like lots and lots of money for videos that lasted 10 minutes and he turned from being a magician into a prankster. And he would just make videos to hold people. It was like this clickbait title saying, oh my God, you won't believe what she did. Watch till the end. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that's, that was what he did for a couple of years during COVID. Um, but before that, he'd been a magician, hadn't, didn't have as many followers, and suddenly his fame skyrocketed, skyrocketed on the internet. Um, but and he he now he took all those videos down and he kind of just he says when he speaks that he he lost what he actually loved and that was doing the magic and so he's gone back to that now and that is what he's doing and going full hard on magic in a positive way rather than doing these prank videos that he's not proud of um but the facebook doesn't do that anymore they don't pay out hundreds of thousands of dollars for you keeping people on Facebook for 10 minutes. Now everything's turned to reels. Everything's a one minute video, which is ironic because Naz Daily, Mr. Nasiasin, did that from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was exactly. before you made as much money from a one minute video. And um, he could have been making much more money if he did long form, but he chose to go the way that the world has now ended up at. He foresaw that. Um, and so, but what what who's making money from monetization now not many people the the channels are asking you to make one minute videos but it's all changed they're not the only the only platform that's still giving out good money is snapchat that's they're the only platform the rest yeah. of the platforms you're not making that much money from monetization anymore because everything's shorts reels and um, so things have changed so people content creators are needing to make money through different avenues rather than the monetization they used to between 2020 and 2022 yeah and that's the reason why you've seen we saw it exploded with the fitness industry particularly during uh, the pandemic exactly. where you've got a lot of them creating their own membership and course content um so they, they're creating a reoccurring uh, revenue stream from people it might only be 
you know, like, you know, $5 a month or something, but at least they're gathering some income. Um, and then you've seen these fan worship base, you know, um, like OnlyFans. I mean, that's been f- phenomenal in terms of what some of those content creators have, have made. I mean, obviously, depending on the type of content, of course. But, <laughs> but, the, but, but, but and Twitch is another one, of course, that has done very well because in the gaming sector, because people are donating. And what I like about yeah. Twitch is you're they're happy to see because happy to see their favorite content creators because they see it as a reward for their entertainment. You know, it's, it's a, it's, it's very personalized experience, I think in the gaming industry, much more so than almost any other on the other sector. But the other area that I wanted to just touch base with you, Matt is because I've definitely seen this and I don't know if you've seen this on from people that you work with on the courses is the, the explosion of personal brands. In other words, content creators now realizing that, why do I need to, to to be promoting somebody else's uh, range of products? Actually, I've got such an audience, I can create my own. And with it, with um, with social commerce on the rise hugely, um, they're in a position to go directly to consumer. So, what's your thoughts about the growth in that sector? Um, yeah, I mean that's happening a lot. I manage thirty five people at the company who are freelancers, and they they are teachers right? There are teachers and a lot of them have very big followings um, and they're, they're fantastic. And they are starting to do that now. Um, brand companies were coming to them for brand deals, seeing that they have a lot of followers and asking them to do things and they were doing ads for them. But a lot of the people I manage are now creating their own, they're creating their stuff. They're even creating their own t-shirts and creating their own badges for people to buy. Um, because they do have that following and that brand. So it is definitely going that way. Um, Rather than waiting for companies to come to you with all the experience that that, that people are getting and content creators in that sector are having, they are now putting out their own stuff and becoming becoming more of their own personal brand, exactly, Um, which is really cool. It's, It's awesome because they can also do more stuff that they love rather than do things for other people. And, and, it, and it's about building a longer term strategy, isn't it? They they own the IP, whereas actually, if you think about it, I mean, uh, I've certainly heard examples of where perhaps not the big names, but people on the way on the on the way up in their career um, have had their content then because they haven't signed a contract that that um, those videos or that those images have been used on websites, on bus shelters, no, on, no. on other form of media. And because that wasn't clearly identified in the contract, i.e. the rights issues and usage, you know, the uh, for, for what has been maybe, I don't know, $1,000 or something, um, the the company has got huge amounts of, of media exposure off of just what they've paid for a, for a few photos. You oh, know? yeah. I've seen that a lot. The... The same group of people I managed, the number of examples, a few years ago, they learned that lesson hard. Um, They, just as you said, were paid a couple of thousand dollars to do a video on a product, but they didn't put in the contract that they should get a, a section of pay for every amount sold because of that video. Mm. And some of those videos have gone viral and meant that the company's made millions of dollars but the the content creator doesn't 
No. So they become smarter. They, people are becoming smarter with that for sure. Yeah, I, I certainly think at the at the more at the more experienced level, but we still got loads of people coming into the uh, to the industry that that if I'm, if I'm honest, are clueless and they they just see what they see in front of it and they don't realise you know there is an entire business structure behind content creation and uh, proper oh God, briefing yeah. and contracting and and all of those types of things. Um, in fact, because of my involvement in the Branding Content Marketing Association, we just released a set of uh, of best practice guidelines for talent agencies because that's the oh, other wow. issue. Anybody can become a talent agent without any experience, without any formal uh, training, and could unwittingly um, not go through not go through the right process of of, in, of getting the best deal for their for their talent. Yeah, I mean, it's, the checks and balances are definitely missing oh, right now, yeah, still. Yeah, and there's the social media. It's like it's going too fast. Like social media companies can't even keep up with everything that goes on, as we all know. I know. Um, I know. And the well, the other thing that happens also on top of what you're saying is the bigger content creators just get copied, and like their videos. Some some of the content creators <laughs> are making these amazing videos. But then someone else will post the video, get rid of the narration from the content creator and like AI voice over the content and get sometimes get more views oh, yeah. than the content creator. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's happening a lot in this bit. But that is also a big issue. Like yeah. I mean talking. Well, that's an interesting point. Talking of AI, you know, I've just come back from a big event at Cairn Lions Festival, um, which was a fascinating experience, I have to say. And everybody was talking about AI and its impact. I always look at AI as not being a threat to content creation, but being an auto, uh, being a co-pilot rather, so that we still as owners of our own IP are in the driving seat, but organizations or, or individuals that that use the AI tools to the best effect can actually improve process, uh, can create smarter, better content, can help with idea creation. Um, but I just wanted to get your take on where you see AI. It's funny. So in the in the last summit we're doing on Saturday in London, we're doing a debate, um, AI versus human. Um, oh, right. <laughs> are, is AI going to take, is AI replacing content creators? Um, and we did a test, we did a test of it also. We did it in Dubai um, a few weeks ago. And um, overwhelmingly, the audience voted that AI will not, will not overtake content creators. Um, right. I think that it's exactly as you said, AI is a great tool if used appropriately and correctly. But will we get to a place where AI, where people are following AI accounts instead of like instead of content creators? Will the AI accounts become the biggest accounts in the world? No, I don't think so. Mm. Because you think you need that human, I think you need that human touch, that human story, um, that human interaction to get people hooked and to get people interested and to get people following you on the most part will there be exceptions i'm sure there bloody will be <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm well sure yeah cgi i mean computer generated influencers of course little yeah. michaela has got over three million followers online and people are following her and you look at her content you think just looks like a normal person but yeah, yeah. this is a total 
CGI. So uh, yeah, yeah it's, it, it, it's, I am going to be, I mean, I love technology advances. It's like anything, isn't it? If used in the right way, it can enhance and enrich our lives. But there's always, there's always going to be some people or some organizations who want to, uh, who, who want to, um, you know, ruin it. And I think as long as there are, there are processes in places, uh, place, because what you don't want is for, you know, people to be, you know, using, um, you know, like a, a, an individual and putting <clears throat> a voice into that. So you think that is, that person has said that. It, look, it was a picture of Donald Trump and that's what he said, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're already there. Really, well, I know we are. We? I know, yes. We're there and there's plenty of accounts doing that now with the augmented reality. Um, I remember there's there's a guy that keeps doing it as Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise is very upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Um, so we're there. I mean, it's going to cause it. Could, it, it could cause absolute chaos, um, and I, they are going to have to bring in checks and balances very quickly on this because I, it's scary to think where it will go. Well, it could be lawsuits, couldn't there? To yeah, be fair, of course. Yeah, and we're going to have like first examples of everything coming up in the next few mm. years with this, like mm. for sure. And there's probably there's so many things there's not going to be law, law on or um some or a precedent to look at what happened prior. Um, so that is scary, and I obviously it is going to be used in a bad way as well. Like there's no question. Um, and I hope it doesn't affect too many people's lives in a bad way. And I hope it does overall be, and I do think it will overall be used for good. I really do. Um, and fun. And I just was on Instagram before and I saw a video of Elon Musk and Bill Gates DJing in a crowded club. Obviously it wasn't them, but oh that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looked really cool. Um, well, well, and, and, and in, because of that, you could say, well, that's probably only added to their notoriety. You know, sometimes you you think there's no such thing as bad publicity, just no publicity. And as long as, but you know, for for for, for that, that there could have been a bad video about something um, that displays them in a, in an unpleasant manner or for you know. So it it, it it is a challenge, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, amazing. So, what's the future like? What's what's on the horizon for Nas Daily then? Well, Naz Daly will, he's building a, another part of the company called Naz.io. And essentially, what is that? That is where content creators that have a following can have their own community. That's all that is. Um, very much done mainly through WhatsApp. Um, gives access to all of your followers' um, emails. They can engage with you as much or as little as you want inside a community doing events. Um, it's where like your it's where your followers can get more personal access to you and be part of your world. Um, mm. So that is what uh, Nasaya Nas Daily has set up now. Um, right. It's new. It's only been going for a few months, but it's doing very well. Um, got a few hundred thousand people on on the system and many many content creators signing up um there's not really many places or companies doing this sort of thing and there's not any company doing it in the same way we're doing um so we're building the technology we have an app 
Um, just to improve, again, it's, it's all about bringing people together and making life, life easy, easier for the content creator, which is what, which is what Messiah wants to do and wants to do it in the best way possible. Um, and so, yeah, this is, that's the exciting thing we're doing right now. Great. Lovely. We're so, so pleased to have you on the show today. And thanks for your insights. It's been a bit of fun as well, I hope. Um, we've uh, we've chewed the cud uh, on content creation and growing your influence online. Uh, Thank you so much, Gordon. That's it for another edition of the show. And if you want to head over to my Instagram, then please do. Or you can leave a review. Uh, it does make a big difference. So until next time, from me, Gordon Glanister, it's bye for now. You are listening to Grow Your Influence Online with Gordon Glenister, a Pod One production.